0: futures firmed, but cash fit cattle prices softened last week. Beef cow slaughter so far this year suggest the herd could decline the most this year since 1986. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Current's Wes Ishmal. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly calf News Price Point Podcast for the 31st of May, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the markets. Despite the previous week's bearish cattle on feed report, oversold conditions and a slight decline in corn futures helped feeder cattle futures climb an average of $2.53 week to week on Friday, gaining back about 70% of the previous week's losses and about 25% of the declines from the previous two weeks. Corn futures closed an average of about $0.02 cents lower through the front six contracts week-to-week week on Friday. Pressure included China's announcement that it will begin importing corn from Brazil and Russia's announcement that it would allow grain exports from Ukraine in exchange for the easing of some current sanctions. The CME Fear cattle index closed a dollar and sixty-seven cents higher week to week on Thursday at $154.72. Firm to higher wholesale beef prices heading into the unofficial start of grilling season helped live cattle futures prices edge higher despite softer cash fed cattle prices last week. Choice box beef cutout value was three dollars and twenty five cents higher week to week on Friday, at two hundred and sixty five dollars and forty two cents a hundred Select was three dollars and forty eight cents higher at two forty six fifty. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices last week were a dollar lower in the Southern Plains at one hundred and thirty seven dollars a hundredweight. steady to two dollars lower at one forty in Nebraska and at one forty 140 to one forty two in the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were $3 lower in Nebraska at $223. The previous week, dress prices were $223 to $227 in the Western Corn Belt, and live prices in Colorado were $142. Live cattle futures closed an average of $0.48 higher week to week on Friday. Despite several weeks of live cattle prices softening, prices are doing well to hold their current level, says Andrew P. Griffith agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He explains finished cattle prices typically come under pressure heading into the summer months as the quantity of market-ready cattle increases. The quantity of market-ready cattle this summer will be strong given the number of cattle on feed and first-quarter placements. But, he says, there will soon come a time when market-ready supplies will dwindle and packers will have to compete for animals to hang on the rail. Further, Griffith notes, elevated numbers of cattle placed earlier this year should provide support to feeder cattle prices as feedlots reload in late summer. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org. Drought, high input costs, and other factors continue to delay the expected significant upturn in cattle prices, but dwindling cattle numbers will ultimately hold sway. Griffith points out commercial beef production through the first four months of this year totaled 9.35 billion pounds, which was 1.1% more year over year. Increased beef production will pressure beef prices during this period of high inflation. Andy says consumers will be forced to make decisions on discretionary spending that they have not had to make in several years. The majority of increased beef production is from increased beef cow slaughter, Griffith says, explaining beef cow slaughter is 15.5% higher year-to-date compared to 2021 and is expected to remain elevated as drought continues to grip the western third of the United States. Griffith notes increased heifer slaughter is also contributing to increased beef production, but the larger contributor is dressed heifer weights that are nearly eight pounds heavier than a year ago. By any measure, Darrell Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, says national pasture and hay conditions are off to their worst start in 35 years as drought continues to grip various parts of the country. According to Peel, based on the latest drought monitor, the nation's drought severity and coverage index was 183 out of 500, the highest in mid-May for any year of the data going back to 2000. He adds that pasture range conditions at the beginning of the season, as classified by USDA, were the worst since 1995. At the same time, Peel notes national hay stocks May 1st were 15.1 percent less than the average for 2012 to 2021. Hay stocks in the 17 western states were 21.7 percent less. Peel explains high fertilizer and fuel prices are adding to the extraordinary cattle industry challenges in 2022. High input costs are causing some producers that are not facing drought conditions to reduce or skip fertilization of pastures and hay fields, which will result in additional forage reduction and push herd inventories even lower. From January through April, Peel says beef cow slaughter equated to 4.2% of the January 1st inventory. It was 3.0% for the same period from 1986 through 2021. He explains the highest previous culling percentage for the January through April period was 3.7% in 1986. And the beef cow herd decline this year may well be the largest since 1986. <music> Finally this week, the Creighton University Rural Main Street Index declined to 57.7 in May from 62.0 a month earlier, but remained above growth neutral for the 18th consecutive month. The Rural Main Street Index is based on a monthly survey of bank CEOs in rural states of a 10-state region dependent on agriculture and or energy. Much like the nation, the growth in the rural Main Street economy is slowing, says Ernie Goss, the Jack A. McAllister Chair in Regional Economics at Creighton University's Hyder College of Business. He explains supply chain disruptions from transportation bottlenecks and labor shortages continue to constrain growth. Farmers and bankers are bracing for escalating interest rates, both long-term and short-term. The region's farmland price index for May declined to 72 from 80 in April, marking the 20th straight month that the index was above growth neutral. Over the past several months, the Creighton survey has registered the most consistent and strongest growth in farmland prices since the survey began in 2006. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 31st of May, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.